Hi, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hello, Mike here. Welcome to this moment with MMJ. Welcome, everybody. Hey, we're excited. We went to the movie Sound of Freedom. Yes. We wanted we to share with you a few thoughts that we have and maybe potentially some advice. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. It was it was pretty intense. You know, we knew the subject matter was intense going into the film. It, uh, you know, obviously, if you haven't heard of the movie The Sound of Freedom, it talks about the child sexual exploitation ring that's running rampant around the world. Basically gets into the nuts and bolts of it and how it works and tells the story of a former um, DHS agent, Tim Ballard, who is out trying to deal with this and bring pedophiles to justice. And he ends up turning around instead of the justice end, he starts rescuing kids and it becomes a rescue operation. So you'll learn a little bit about that. It was, it was, there was a level of intensity to it that I, I know you expect it sometimes just because of the nature of the whole child exploitation thing. But when you start seeing faces put in with it, I think there's a bigger impact. Right. You yeah. It, it it impacted us more than yeah. more than just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like that night when I laid down to go to bed, I just asked the Holy Spirit and Jesus to basically cleanse the images from my mind. Right. That would keep me awake because yeah. I wanted to get a good night's sleep. Right. And it's not like the movie was inappropriate. Mm -mm. Like it showed things that shouldn't have been showed. No. In fact, I think it, it was very... It, it was done well. Very well. I would recommend that you would go to it so that you get an idea of what's going on. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I'm kind of hoping is that there's becoming an increased awareness of the importance of knowing about this and then mm -hmm. doing something about right. it. You know, what is this movie going to start inside of you right. that you're going to then bring forth into your world. Right. What even, kind of action are we going to take? Right. Yeah. E even the awareness of maybe why it's been important to have, for certain individuals, to have an open border. Mm -hmm. Has it been for drug trafficking and sex trafficking? And it sounds like the sex trafficking is actually becoming more financially... Lucrative. Lucrative, that's a good word. That's a good word. Than even drugs. And mm -hmm. so you n just be thinking about that as mm -hmm. far as there's money involved. And when right. money is involved, just, you know, kind of have your eyes wide open. One of the, the um, concepts from the movie, and not quoting the line directly, but follows right along with that. He said, uh, the child sex trafficking industry is the fastest growing illegal industry in the world. You can sell a bag of cocaine one time, but you can sell a child five to ten times a day for ten years. And that just is enough to make a person sick, that somebody could have that base level of thinking in their mind that they could actually think that that would be a good thing to do to a child. Well, they don't. And I don't care. Well, they, they, they don't care. They're well, that's why we get to demon care. Demon-possessed. And want to care. Yeah. And why we're recommending that you go. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Overwhelmingly, when we've talked to people that have seen it, mm -hmm. the overwhelming response is, what can I do? What can I do? Yeah. Is, is what can I do? One of the things that I think we can do is, and probably the biggest thing that we can do, you know, on our podcast, we always are trying to 
direct to lead people into a stronger relationship with Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and with the Holy Spirit. That is probably the most critical thing that we can do. As far as your, like if you're a parent or you're yes. going to be responsible, even a godparent, if you're or yeah. a gr- grandparent, mm-hmm. if you're responsible for taking care of the children or mm-hmm. you're a child caregiver, right. what can you do as far as being protective so that yes. the individuals that are under your care are kept safe. Right. And so that's why we're talking about being led by the Holy Spirit, which yes. I'm going to share a little bit of story. I'm going to, so it is important. Absolutely. So like we were actually going to put this podcast out on sun, you know, we, we were, were going to record on Sunday, Sunday later on Sunday. So we actually started a project on Sunday, which went way long. And I actually <laughs> didn't feel very good it's going through projects. part of that project yep. because we ate lunch, obviously, on Sunday. We ate lunch. Mm-hmm. And we had some sour cream with some potato dish that we like. So here I had the thought to check the date on the sour cream. And I'm like, you know, I think the sour cream is fine. It looked good. It smelled good. So I ignored that thought to check the date on the sour cream. And I, I bet within a couple of hours, I could tell that I wasn't feeling very good. Mm-hmm. And... Then mm-hmm. in the night I got sick, so yeah. and on Monday I was just you know off and so it's it's actually today is like really I'm like okay I actually feel really good my head right. is clear and I, all things right. are good you know, but that was just another experience of saying yeah. I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit because Mike goes were you bummed and I said well no I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit and I knew I heard it the bummed part was is that I didn't obey that I didn't listen and. Right. So it's just always right. good yeah. when you have, when you're hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit to actually do it. So, you know, I'm not laughing because I think it's funny because, but I'm laughing because I've done it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it, it, there's so many things that even daily, you just have a thought like yesterday we we're driving to church. Right. And I keep feeling I got to go a, a certain direction. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Mary Jo and I hit the turn signal and took a little bit different way than we normally go. Right. Right. And she goes, did you feel like we're supposed to go this way? I said, yep. And Holy Ghost only had to tell me three times before I finally hit the turn signal to go. At least it wasn't five or six. <laughs> you know what I mean? But just just being being sensitive to his leading is so critical in every area of life. And yeah. especially when we're responsible for the lives of children, we have to make sure our walk and our game is sharp in terms of being led by the Spirit of God because he will keep us. Psalm 91, right? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. You've got to be dwelling in the secret place to abide in the shadow of the Almighty. That's right. I, I said it in a podcast a while back, Psalm 91 is conditional. Okay, had I gone straight ahead instead of turning, who knows what would have happened? The Lord knows what he tried to keep us from. Right. And when we obeyed, he was like, good. Right. Awesome. Yes. And so I just used that experience on Sunday of eating, Mm -hmm. you know, the sour cream as as a learning tool or as a train. You know, this is training ground. You know, we're just sharing with you because. We're learning and yeah. we want you to increase learning and growing too. in your time, you know, in your learning and, and kind of learn from like what I didn't do. Right. 
right? Learn from our learning. Yeah. yeah. Back to the movie, though. Um, clean. You know, there's like six, five or six swear words in the whole movie as far as that goes. Obviously, the subject matter is pure filth, right? And you know that. But the way they put it together was it was really, really good. It was not a poorly written film. It was not a poorly acted film. It was very wonderfully acted, very, very well, acted very well, written very well. The script was terrific. You know, one of the interesting parts, and I'm going to read this uh, scripture because he actually quoted it to a guy in the movie as he was working on figuring out how to rescue these kids, right? And it's in Matthew chapter 18, and Jesus is talking to the disciples. The disciples are asking him, who is then really the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus is talking and brings a little child into his midst. It says, here, unless you become like this little child, you can't enter the kingdom of God. And I'm going to pick it up in verse 6 in the Amplified. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in and acknowledges and cleaves to me to stumble in sin, that is, who entices him or hinders him in right conduct or thought. It would be better, more expedient, and profitable or advantageous for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be sunk in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world for such temptations to sin influences to do wrong and influences to do wrong. It's necessary that temptations come, but woe to the person on whose account or by whom the temptation comes the millstone. And he looked at the guy and he said to him, he said, it would be better for you if you had a millstone hung around your neck and be cast into the depths of the sea. You're under arrest. There's, there's two kids that are the focus of the movie. And the one of them, his character name is Miguel. And they give him this little pet name of teddy bear. All right. And I have seen this little kid's face in my head since then thinking about who could ever want to consciously do anything like that to a precious little kid. It just, yeah. So be prepared for that. I wanted to roll out of there. I mean, you know, you have a wave of emotions after seeing something like that. I was thinking about what we can do. And the thing that I think we have done here is we can encourage you to really develop your strong relationship with Holy Spirit. Live a life of purity and holiness so that your kids and the kids of those that you care about don't get snatched like this. Be smart about where you go. Be smart about what you do. Be smart about what you let your kids do. And I'm going to add that one of the things that we've noticed is that I think children could be taught to dress more modest and oh to boy. not push the sexual agenda. Oh, like boy. one of the things that Mike and I have talked about, it's like, if you're, if you're pushing that sexual agenda all the time as you know, what you're allowing your kids to watch or what you're allowing your kids to, to participate in what they wear or what they yeah, do, especially, I think that's an area to really ask the Holy Spirit about. Mm -hmm. Is it something that that you could do more modestly? Mm -hmm. And I think there would be a wisdom to that personally, but ask the Holy Spirit because that's what we're always recommending people to do. Yeah, are you 
are, you know, is the type of dress that they're sporting, that they're wearing, that is popular? Okay, let's go there. The type of dress that is popular. Is it good or is it something that is designed to provoke some type of sexual or lustful response? And I dealt with that in my book. I mean, what are we pushing on these? What are we pushing on our kids? Are we teaching them to be like the world or are we teaching them to not conform to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind? Romans 12, 2. Okay? I think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. Are we sending them out as salt and light or are we sending them out as a potential target? Are we making them a target? Yeah, you know, we actually about, you know, I'm going to say maybe three years ago, we had a conversation with a coworker, mm-hmm. and she was real blunt. I mean, this is the type of person she is, you know, and she had a teenage girl that's very pretty mm-hmm. and very, very slender, very, very pretty girl. And she wa- asked us, should I allow my daughter to wear short shorts? And I said, well, what agenda do you want to push? Mm-hmm. I guess I recommended that that probably wasn't the agenda she wanted to push. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of neat because I think she had that talk with her daughter and we prayed about it. The thing now is her daughter is actually a counsel at a Christian, at a Christian Christian camp. camp. So there are responsibilities that we have. Mm -hmm. And I think that we should be encouraging. Like I love to dress in a modest way that looks nice. Mm -hmm. I am. I went through a stage where I wanted to dress where it wasn't so modest, and <laughs> <laughs> but it it's something that I outgrew, and I'm thankful to God that I outgrew Amen. that because I like the classy. I like looking classy, mm-hmm. and I I don't want to look the opposite. And we have a a client of ours who's become a fairly good friend, and her granddaughter was in a. Uh, beauty pageant I complimented her mom and I complimented her grandmother the grandmother that we know I complimented both of them on how modest but classy and elegant this girl was dressed because you see so many are dressing so skimpishly to try to win this thing but she didn't I was super impressed and had with a crown. What she had on. <laughs> and she had a crown on. She or that crown. Yeah. So that's, you know, so, and one of the other things is she had a dad that went and picked her up every night and didn't let her, had her stay at home. Mm-hmm. So there's things that you can do. And we live in this world, but let's not be, yeah. let's not be promoting the uh-uh. world's agenda. And if you have any questions about what the world's agenda is, I just think look around, you know, I think yeah. you'll know. Yeah. It is powerful how this movie is blowing, absolutely blowing secular Hollywood movies out of the bathtub. And initially, I mean, on the 4th of July, it opened on the 4th of July, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Top grossing movie for the weekend, only in one third of the theaters of the rest of these movies. I was like, that says something. Right. Pretty, pretty huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, that basically stuck a thumb in the eye of everybody else and and all of the Hollywood stuff that wouldn't pick this movie up. You know, there's rumors flying around that Disney picked this movie up, uh, The Sound of Freedom, and they they wouldn't produce it. 
Maybe they wanted to squelch it for some reason or something like that. Something I don't know. Like maybe that. they got a hand in the cookie jar, but, oh, wait a minute. Did I say that? Um. <laughs> but, you know, if, when you go to the movie and you go to the theater, one of the things that we did was we pled the blood of Jesus over the things that we saw mm-hmm. and the things that we heard before the movie started. Right. Right. And asked the Holy Spirit to cleanse you of anything and that you're not bringing home an influence that you don't want. So mm-hmm. I would just say, to do that when you go. Yeah, and in wrapping this one up, there's a, a character, one of the main characters in the movie, his name is Pablo. And he's, if you've seen the previews, he's the dude with the big cigar with the straw hat and long hair, kind of the, the beachcomber looking guy, right? And he was talking to the character of Tim Ballard in the movie about, an instance that changed his mind on participating in the sex trafficking industry. And now the guy is buying kids and setting them free. Okay. Which is awesome. Used to be a cartel guy, Mm -hmm. but he looked at him and he said, when God tells you to do something, you must not hesitate. And that I think is probably the biggest takeaway and the biggest reason why we would recommend and we would strongly urge you to develop that close relationship with Holy Spirit, that sensitivity to his voice that he just, he just goes like this. He just goes and you feel it and you jump. Well, and you may, you may be called to do a, you may be called to investigate. You may be called to start an investigation. There's more than likely a ring per se, that's in your city, if not more than one. Mm-hmm. So you may be one that is called to get involved and to start taking steps to see that disintegrated. Right. You may have something that's totally different, like you're the one that you know, encourages somebody else to do that. Mm-hmm. But ask the Holy Spirit, what are you supposed to do? What, what is your part in taking this away? You know, right. a long time ago, um, like three years ago, as far as getting words, you know, one of the words that I got or part of a word excerpt from a word was to help rescue the children from the dark mm. and to um, just to bring things to light. And I even think that us doing this podcast is part of what God wants us to do. Right. And to encourage you to go get involved as far as what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. Right. And be sensitive to that. Go out and bang the drum for the movie. Yeah. Talk to everybody that you know. You know and it's mean? not directed as a political movie either. No. So you have that freedom, you might say, to right. go because there's a lot of people that say, well, you know, it's all political. Oh, it's and all I didn't feel like this movie ugh. was a political-based movie. Zero. It might shed light on what's going on with some political agendas. Mm-hmm. That would be good for everybody to know. Understand. But it's not so. based. It's not politically based. No, not at all. All it is is it's focused on the kids. It's yeah. focused on what's going on with these precious children. Yeah. So, so, and be praying for these kids too, you know, they're just protection around and about them that God would make a way for them to get set free and delivered. So get aware. Yeah. Do get what aware. God tells you to do. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Yes, definitely go out and see the film and spread the word. Let's get the word out about this thing and let's see people's lives affected for the good. And we will see you next time around.